Hey, honey. Dinner's ready if you're hungry. Thanks. Hey, sweetie. Hi, Dad. Mom, can you go get me some milk, please? Sure. Pretty much out. Uh, when you're done eating, can you go get us some more milk? Of course. Oh, honey, can you buy me this? Can you pay for that? What do I look like to you, an ATM? Ava, honey, can you go clean your room, please? Okay, fine. <laughs> Why are you so upset? Why am I so upset? Isn't that obvious to you? I can't even come home after a long day of work without you asking me to buy you something. I just bought you this whole house. Isn't that enough for you? You're the one that wanted to buy this house. Look, it's not that big of a deal. It's just milk. Okay, why don't you go buy it then? Oh, that's right. You can't because you don't make any money. I'm the only one that makes any money around here. I'm the only one that does anything. I'm the only one making any sacrifices. Sacrifices? Yeah! I work all day long. And you sit around here doing nothing. You would think with some of that free time that you have, you could get some exercise, lose a little bit of that weight that you put on. But look at you. You can't even do that. Where's all this coming from? Oh, I don't know. Maybe years and years of me being the only one that does anything around here. If you would ever sacrifice anything in your life, then you'd understand. You know, James, I just wish you would do the stupid dishes like I asked you to do them. I did. I cleaned them completely and left them in the sink as you previously instructed. You told me I was not allowed to use the dishwasher. That you were the only one allowed to use it. I don't see how hard it is to just put a dish in the dishwasher after you have cleaned it. What a loser you are. I told you why. The last time I used the dishwasher you screamed at me. Cursed at me. Called me names. Told me to never touch the dishwasher ever again. You are such a manipulative jerk. You are constantly twisting my words around. I wish I never met you. Maybe I should go and find someone that knows how to treat me. Because you are a big time loser. You can't even do the dishes how I told you to do them. I have wasted my dang time on you. What a waste of time you are. Susie why are you so mad? They are only dishes. Because you never bought me the cabinet and things I wanted. This place we live in is such a pile of garbage. I have simple requests and you can't do a single thing I say. You are a loser and a retard. Wait. How are we getting on the topic of things you want me to buy? I thought you were mad about a dish in the sink. James you are such a manipulator. You keep twisting my words. I can do what I want and you can't stop me. I will leave you and take your money. Then what will you do? Nothing right. Because you are a loser. Susie why are you talking to me this way? I have not said one thing against you. You were mad about a dish. And I was just explaining myself to you. I love you. Why are you trying to hurt me? Please can you not talk to me like this? You don't love me. Screw off and shut your mouth. 
Don't you dare say I am to blame. You are always starting fights with me. I am leaving for the weekend and good luck finding something to eat. Because I don't care about you. I'm not going to call you either because you don't deserve to know anything. Because you are a complete waste of my time. What a loser. I hate you. What a dang loser you are. I can't believe this is all of this over a dish. Hello there friends and welcome to the Friday Night Watch Show on the Kualite FM podcast. The name is Tamsanga Ogachuma and I just want to thank the good Lord who has kept you and I throughout the whole week. Well, this is a podcast where we discuss family life issues and we discuss social issues that affect us as family. Well, this week we are talking about words and I'm sure you listen to those clips the first one, uh, the argument over milk that ended up people arguing about money and arguing about sacrifices is from the Darman videos that is popular and trending on all social media platforms. That's Facebook, that's Instagram, that is YouTube. And the second one is uh, the one where the wife is talking to the husband is from Be Good 4000. And... All of those clips give us examples. I'm sure when you were listening to those clips, your blood was boiling, whether you're a man or a woman, to say, how can somebody talk like that? And the very sad part is, most of us in our families, that is the form of communication. Or some of us, this is how communication rolls out in our families. People are using words that are hurtful, words that are harmful, words that destroy your self-worth, words that destroy your dignity and i just today we just want to talk about the impact of words and um if you go to the book of uh, proverbs chapter 18 proverbs chapter 18 and i'll read it uh let me just open that verse proverbs chapter 18 verses 21 death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So, it actually means, you know what, with the tongue, we could actually bring life to somebody. With the tongue, we could actually kill somebody. And, you know, you know, autopsies, if autopsies were, were so deep, some people will discover that they were not actually killed by stress or that they were not killed by by food or whatever but they were killed by the words that were shared with them words that were said to them and and and, and i'm asking myself what kind of a person are you with words what kind of a person are you with words and you know this is how i thought about it i don't know whether this is theologically correct or not but Here's how I thought about it. The Bible in Genesis chapter 1 says, uh, The earth was nile and void. And then God said, um, Let there be light. And there was light. And, and so God continues creating the world. And when he gets to verse 26, he says, Let us create men in our own image after our own likeness. And I'm of the belief that even... Our, you know what, our, our word of mouth is creative since we came from a creative maker. 
and and so our words but in in my language but umlomo uyaloya meaning that the mouth can bewitch you and and so when we talk we, whatever we say comes to fruition so for example if you say i'm poor you will be probably be poor because you've actually cursed yourself to be poor you've actually shaped your mind so that you can be poor words have power in actual fact uh, this is this is uh, i mean if you if you think about it think about your childhood think about your childhood think about the words that were said to you you know i, can't, I th- there's two or three things that i always find difficult about my childhood words that were said i remember one time i was told hey you are ugly i mean those words um hit me so hard i i i i i i had long teeth i still have got long teeth even up to now and and so somebody said to me somebody close to me you 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 you've got long teeth and you are very ugly and th- that thing hurt me that thing stuck with me for a very long time i i i i spent almost half of my life you know worried about i could not smile because i was afraid you know people would see the ugliness in me i i could not be confident because i always believed that i'm i was you know i was ugly now that i look at my photos when i was young and i i said to myself oh man i wasted you know my youth thinking i was ugly yet i was a handsome chap and 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 just by somebody saying that and i remember my father saying to me umtaka satan you are you are the devil's child man those words hurt me I, I, who wants to be the child of the devil who do you want oh i remember mom mom saying to me aunakanda you don't have a head literally meaning you don't have sense you don't think even if you want to think you you can't think because you don't have a brain i mean how many of us feel the pain of the words that were said to us in our childhood you know some some families are stuck in poverty right now not because they are poor but because somebody told them that they are poor and and they believed it maybe our grandmother or our grandfather was told that they are poor and so they raised children with a poverty mindset and that poverty mindset was passed on to us the current generation and i'm i'm saying words are very critical what you say to one another you you heard in that clip you 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 heard in that clip where the woman says to the man you are stupid and you are nothing what kind of a, and when the man tries to bring sense the woman turns around and blackmails the man and the man is made to feel so little and belittled or in the daman clip the daman clip the the when 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 the when the wife simply asks the husband can you go and get us milk it ends up being about i bring in a lot of money i sacrifice and you do nothing you are nothing and and here's the thing there's many people in homes who have been told you are nothing you know people have you ever seen this thing where you you see this person before they get married they are full of life they are energetic they are they, they you know they are an inspiration they get married and all of a sudden you see this person withdraw 
into a shell. You see this person become antisocial, yet they were very social. And if you dig a bit closer, oh, you'll soon discover that this person has actually been told, we are papa, you, 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 you know, you are forward, calm down by their spouse. And they've been told you are nothing. And this person ceases to believe that they are a socialite, that they are a person, they are a people's person, and they begin to believe that they are fast forward, they begin to believe papa, they begin to believe that they should tone down. And so they lose themselves. And sometimes people in marriages have been told that they are useless. I, I remember one person who says, you know what, you are, you are useless. I've changed the furniture in this house. I've changed everything in this house. And only one thing remains to be changed. And the wife asks, what? And the man says, you, because you are utterly useless. You know, words like that, you are useless, you're stupid, you'll amount to nothing. You'll never be anything. Even if you try, you are nothing. You are not a woman. You know, a woman is told, you know, there are better women out there. I wish I'd never married you. A husband is told, you're not a man. You know how how much that phrase kills a man when he's told you are not a man. Or oh, let's go down to children. Children are told, you are useless. You know, what is it to a young child? Shapes their beliefs. It shapes their experiences. And that child becomes an, an adult and talks to themselves and others the way they have been spoken to when they were young. And that is how the world, how we shape the world. We shape the world by our words. Words are powerful. In actual fact, if you go to the book of James, <laughs> chapter 3, I mean, if you if you read from James chapter 3, verses 1 to 18, it, it talks about the tongue, the most dangerous uh, you know, weapon in the world. And the tongue, verse 6, is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature, and it setteth on fire of hell. And it setteth on fire of what? Of hell. And verse 8 says, But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Oh my word. Oh my word. How many of us have poisoned the world? You know, I I, I, I know of a guy. You know, how are you? I know, agape, that things are bad. Akuzima, you know. And, and, and you, I ended up almost in this sense, I don't want to greet this guy. Because if I greet him, he will tell me things are bad. And, he'll t and he will want to explain how things are extremely bad. Have you ever met those people who, when you say to them, good morning, there is nothing good about a morning. They, every morning is bad. And what they do is they begin to shape how you see the day, how you will experience the day. And so I tend to try and avoid those kind of people. Or, or Mr. Spoil It and Mrs. Spoil It All. Spoil our day, you know. And, and, and so we, and we, 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 we just live in a world where people do not know the power of the words that they shape. I mean, words have brought war. Words have it destroyed economies. A president stands up on a podium, says something, and the economy comes crashing down. A president says something, the investors come in running. A president does not say something. Sometimes the words that are not spoken 
You know, people who go into silence, words that are not spoken in homes, they cause destruction. I mean, when a, a man says to a woman, you are beautiful, you can attest women. The words that come from a man when he says you are beautiful, they do something to you. They make you beautiful on the outside and the inside. When a man says he loves you, those words say something to you. They make you feel like somebody. I remember one cousin of mine saying, I haven't been told I'm beautiful in a while and that is making me get worried because I'm beginning to lose a sense of being beautiful. When you, you praise a man and you say, oh, you're the man, a, a, a man begins to feel that he is a man. <laughs> and so words have power. So be mindful what you say to yourself and what you say to others. It is vital. Your words can make all the difference in the world in one's life. Their self-esteem and their future. You know, there are some children who were told you are successful and they grew up with the mind of being successful. There are some children who were told you're not beautiful. They grew up with the sense that I'm not beautiful. There were children who were told that you are dull. And they were intelligent as can be, but because they were told that they are dull, they never excelled in anything. They still struggle up to today because in their mindset, they believed that they are dull. In actual fact, if you think about it, this is how colonialism and apartheid actually um, overcame the Africans. Besides the weapons that were used against the Africans, it is what the Africans were told. When we were told as Africans to say that our culture, our uh, system of belief is primitive, we were told that those things were primitive to such an extent that many of us believe that African things are primitive. We believe that African things are backward to such an extent that some of us have kicked away our culture. Some of, uh, we were told that the measure of success is driving a car, is having houses, is doing all sorts of things. And we, 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 we moved away from the measure of success of the African, in the African concept of, you know, owning fields and uh, having cows, having livestock. You know what it did? It moved the Africans away from being producers to consumers. The words that we were told. You know what a consumer is? A consumer is a spender. A producer is a harvester because what you do you produce and you sell and so the words that we were told that were primitive are the words that are keeping us backward you know when you grow up and you're told your tribe is better than the other those words are destructive because this is what is killing the african nation because as tribes we believe we're better than the other tribe and so what it does it makes us not work too the toxic words that have shaped our world, that have shaped it negatively. And the question is, are you bringing life in the words that you use? Are you bringing in life? Are you shaping in your home? Are you shaping children in the way that you should? Are you attentive to how you use your words? In actual fact, let me talk about it this way. You know, there are those people who say, they say it as is. They come to you and they say, I will say it to you as is. I don't care what you think, but as long as I tell you the truth. And they say it and the truth and they hit it. The deck goes in straight. It hits into the heart and it comes out the other side. Those people, I mean, and I know we know those kind of people. 
There is nothing wrong in saying the truth. But what is important is this. If you are going to communicate, timing is important. What do I mean by timing? Is the time conducive? Is the environment conducive that I should communicate what I'm thinking? Is the person ready? Have I have I created the conducive atmosphere for the person to receive the message that I'm about to give? You can't come and tell me, uh, okay, I'm just burying someone, my, my loved one. You come to me and you say to me, hey, oh, you remember, you know, you owe me some money. Uh, yes, I might owe you money, but the timing. You can't come and ask for his colloid the day I'm burying my loved one. Uh, oh, you know, I've done something wrong. And in the midst of people, you start ch- You see what you have done? You are useless. How could you have done? You don't think. What you're doing is, even if you're right, I might move into a mode of being self-defensive. A, a mode that says, I begin to fight and become aggressive towards you. And, and so all these things we should be conscious of and we should think of. And, you know, let's, let's think of it also this way. Between husband and wife. Um, the husband initiates sex in the bedroom and and the wife says to the husband what you want and she throws the hand away they don't touch me some even, even go to that extent and those words have, are actually a form of rejection a form of rejection and so the man turns away he feels rejected he feels like he's not needed he feels like he's not wanted maybe the wife was is going through some emotional you know uh, periods and she could have just communicated to say i don't feel um, okay emotionally and i don't feel i'll be connected to you it could have been better communicated that way so now how do we better communicate as human beings first and foremost uh, sorry let us realize one thing. We are God's representatives. Number one, when we talk to one another, let us remember we should represent God in the right way. Number two, before you say the words, taste them yourself. How will they taste when they reach the other side or when they reach the other person? How would you feel if you were told that you are useless? How would you feel if you were told you're stupid? So taste it. If it, if, if it doesn't taste if it doesn't taste nice don't use it because the other person will surely not feel that it's the right taste number three how do we use our words count your words it is important that at times you are even even if you're saying the truth count your word so what do i mean when i say count your words you know words are free of charge you go to school you get those words you put them in your vocabulary and you can use them as you wish but if you are a wise person you will count your words you will count how you use them. you'll choose them you'll put value on the words that you use let me repeat that you will put value you will say to yourself i will not use words just as i wish or just as i think i will put value i will assign value on every word that i use you know some words should be very expensive so expensive that when you think about using it you think of the costs that comes with using those words so let me repeat that one count 
your words count your words put value assign a value on your words so that they do not come out cheap from your mouth now also let me let me read from the book of psalms number 4 psalms chapter 19 verse 14 let the words of your mouth of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in this in thy sight o lord my strength and my redeemer let me read that one again psalms 19 verse 14 let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight number four it's important that your words are acceptable in the sight of the lord your words your tone can you repeat what you just say to your child to your spouse if Jesus were to be sitting next to you, would you be able to repeat it in front of your spouse? Would you be repeat towards your spouse, towards your children, towards your neighbor, towards your workmate? Would you be able to repeat that tone, those words? So, would they be acceptable? It's important that your words be acceptable. Number, number five, practice makes perfect. Most of us have gotten to the tune of using words in a certain way and in a certain manner. But what if we began practicing using our words the right way? What if we began practicing using our words the right way? What am I saying? Maybe you might have been struggling with using certain words. You were swearing, you were even, you know, uh, uh, using the Lord's name in vain. So what if you practiced using the right words, using the right tone. You know what? It is never too late to learn how to talk. Let us learn how to talk. We are destroying ourselves with the words that we use. We are destroying our own families, nations, kingdoms. You know what? Racism, it's words, words that have been used, words that have been thrown at a person, words that have left a person with their dignity without their self-worth and we, and it's worse in homes and I just want to appeal to all of us to say let us use our words the right way let us be conscious of how we are using our words because we are destroying nations to come we are destroying generations by our words but what if we started using words that are encouraging you know there are certain people and 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 i and i say this because you know what there are some people whom you cannot avoid there are certain people that you cannot avoid like leaders their leaders are negative as a leader if you're a leader ask yourself when you stand in front of the church or you stand in front of the company where you are the words that you use are they words that are encouraging words that make you grow words that make you think broader and widely you know there are some people who when they even preach a sermon you feel like i i didn't gain anything but i was pushed deeper into misery and i'm not saying this sermons should be the the feel good nice nice make us happy uh, sermons but they should be sermons that say they turn my head to say i need you jesus i need you god help me overcome the sins and the sickness that besets me so words are very critical you know there's nothing as dangerous as a tongue if a tongue is uncontrolled it is like a a a a, 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 a missile it is like a machine gun that is just let loose 
And can you imagine when you are just firing, what happens? Some people have got scars right now. There are wives who cry all night because of words. There are men who are afraid to go home because of the words that are shared in their homes. And well, we 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 we, we asked a few people uh, to share their thoughts around words. What do they think about their experiences of their words? And um, desire, you know, responded to what he thought about words, his experience about words. And we will listen to his voice note. Um, it's a well, we've cut it short because of time. Um, but listen to what he says about the effect of words on his life. And uh, the next one will be Jabu, our our in-house uh, law guru. He's he just gave uh, just a two three liner about words, what he thinks about words, what he the decision he has made about words, and then we. Um, also Marita to say she says to us okay words have come to me and this is what I've decided to do about the words that come my way and and so I, 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 can we count our words and you know as I was thinking about this podcast I also went and watched um, remember that movie that Eddie Murphy acted and there was a tree of leaves and for each word that he say, a leaf fell. And towards the end of the show, of the movie, what I realized, he began to choose his words properly. He began to use his words. He began to assign a value to his words. He began to make a positive impact on people. And think about it. Think about this. Jesus spends several days preaching. What made people stay there and listen to him for days on end? It is because the way he spoke, the encouragement that he gave them. And I'm just appealing to us, let us be like Jesus. Let us be like those, let us be those people when when we come home, our wives, our husbands will not fear, our children will not fear that we've entered the home. Because we are just a good rain. We are just that good dose of sunshine. We are that good dose of dew in the morning. We are that kind of beautiful wind, you know, a breeze that brings about coolness. We are that kind of a person that brings hope. Let your words be filled with grace and be filled with hope. So let us listen to that, those three voice notes. This is this is a difficult uh, topic to talk about, especially for me, uh, growing up uh, or brought up uh, with different uh, families due to the passing uh, way of my parents uh, when I was a bit young, you know. But uh, uh, for me, words, words are quite... Uh, they're quite difficult to to control especially when uh, spoken out of anger uh, one rather have to be slow to say you know and be quick to think of the next person otherwise we regret uh, in the future because um, uh, for me I would 
give an example of uh, some other ways that have been said to me perhaps someone reminding you that she's not your mother your mother have passed away uh, some time back and uh, I'm not your mother you know just making you feel that way even that person later on if she is to say that she loves you or she appreciates you you would then think of the words that she has spoken back then to say i'm not your mother you know and even when she says she needs help you know you you you, you still flash back to those same ways to say this person have been reminding me that she's not your mother my mother so why then is she in need of help from me so somehow words are really uh, they are a flame so to say they shoot and uh, normally the wound when spoken does not heal completely uh, i would say there are times when i speak well out of anger and i get to regret my words but however with the understanding especially being an adventist for me i would say i want to be specific because of the church i've been before i've been to a cc church uh, coming to adventism it taught me some to forgive though as a person as a human being it becomes difficult to to forgive but however i have learned a number of things that even if you say some words find ways of reconciling with a person hence now in in if someone wrongs me i do not answer at that particular time to be honest i would rather ignore if it is a message than answer later when i feel it is the right time because i've realized that the words we speak out of anger the words we say without thinking normally they hit to the uttermost they change the thinking of other people towards you imagine like i said being told that i'm not your mother then later on someone reverses mm-hmm. to say um uh, uh she loves you she accepts you as her man uh, she, she takes you as his sire uh, son but those ways that have been spoken before to me they are still there they they still trigger to me to say this person never loved me why is she in need of help from me you know so uh, uh, my advice is we have to think and be slow to reply and be slow to speak lest we for, we regret our actions it's the same as telling your wife that hey, you are now you are you, you probably insulting your wife to such an extent that she feels so worthless then later on you say my wife i hope you appeal i'm told that no mean i've just decided to put from my mouth and so and kulume anything which is destructive I will try by all means to encourage. I'll try by all means to make sure that I say things which are positive because I know what destructive words are worse than even which I want worse than even beating. So the word the Bible says as a main thing is social happy. So if I think positive, positive comes out. If I think negative, negative comes out. I would always remind myself of the good qualities, the positive qualities that I have and they would help me to build my confidence.
and help me not to be affected by the harsh words or the negative words that would come to me. I also had a strong support system and opening up helps me a lot. For instance, if someone comes and insults me using derogatory words, I'd go to the next person I've got my small circle that I share with. I have one sister would say, um, irregardless of what he thinks of you, irregardless of what he says you are or how big you are, just know that we love you, you're a good person, you're a loving person, you have a good heart. So my support system would help me to, would help me and remind me the good person that I am. So I would not even pay attention to those insults. Even now, of course, someone might come and insult me. It hurts, but I realized that it's not me who's going to who be having a problem. It's actually that person who is insulting me that has a problem. So, yeah, I just remind myself of my positive attributes. That's all. Well, we've come to the end of our program and we just want to thank everyone who's contributed to the show. We want to thank the team behind the scenes for all their hard work and their contribution. And we want to uh, ask you, could you please share this podcast with your friends, with your neighbors? You can also, uh, if you want to follow us and listen to more podcasts, you can find us on our webpage, anchor.fm forward slash FM. Let me repeat that one. Anchor dot fm forward slash fm you can also find us on twitter at golide fm you can find us on instagram that is golide uh, fm underscore 19 you can also find us on facebook that is golide fan that is golide fam you can find our page there like it sub, uh, follow us on uh, instagram on twitter whichever platform you can follow us well until we meet again I leave you with a hymn that was sung in the old days but is no longer a common hymn and the song title says angry words let me repeat that angry words so listen to the words of the song and may the words of the song help you if you're struggling with counting your words i know sometimes it's unavoidable to argue with our spouses with the, to talk to our children in the right manner but let's pray over our words until we meet again next time the name is tamsa Ogachum, and you've been listening to the friday night word show on the quality fm podcast Angry words.
words, so let them never from the tongue unbridled slip. May the heart's best impulse ever check them ere they swallow the lips. Love one another, thus at the Savior, children obey the Father's blessed command. Love one another, thus at the Savior, children obey the blessed command. Love is much too pure and holy.